1: Number two, Jeff Cameron Show 93 3, Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Like and subscribe. Happy Libations Friday. Lucy, Lucy. Man, I'm going to get my hopes up. This is shocking. Out of nowhere. Jonas Blix, top four. At uh, nine under, sir.
2: Yeah. I noticed that yesterday, shot a seven-under round, but they move around. Yeah, they
1: play three different courses.
2: Yeah. It's a Eesh. stupid thing. I know that they're you know cross-promoting, and they've got a lot of groups to clear. But... I don't
1: like it either, Tom. I like golf, and I like the setting, and I do watch it, and all the courses are beautiful. But in terms of the, the makeup of a tournament, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't, I, kind of.
2: don't call it the Pebble Pro-Am. Call it the Pebble Spyglass, yada, yeah, yada, yeah, yada. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I agree. Also, you know, I get what's going on there, too. I don't need to see fat-ass Chris Berman hit a golf ball. Stop doing that. Stop, like, moving around cameras to Is see. Is he still dudes. notable I, enough to get camera time? I, don't, I hope not. But every time I turn on that, I'm like, look at this. Sorry, fat-ass. I don't need to see him hit a golf ball. Let's go. Just put it on the pros. You don't need to show anybody who, other than the pros. Don't show me whomever. There's it's soap always, opera king over here hitting a golf. Stop
2: it. It's always been a tough event because they bring on Clint for, like, two hours, and that doesn't go well ever. Well,
1: I don't think they'll bring him on now.
2: Oh, you bet. On Sunday. You watch. He'll be in the booth.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. He was
2: given a Lifetime Achievement Award this week because he does do a lot of philanthropy through this particular... That's
1: great, but they gave him, I mean, carte blanche. Yeah. I've been to Carmel where he lives. It's a hell of a place.
2: He's been there, too.
1: (laughs) A long time. Uh, Yeah, I drank some wine in Carmel. I was hoity-toity. Having a good time, buddy. And it wasn't Vino Friday. It was just hey there. hey <laughs> all righty the countdown is on oh man anyhow Florida State's own Jonas Blix is why I bring it up come on Jonas and that dude is one quality individual he is so fun to talk to he is down to earth he's smart he's interesting and you watch him play and you're like I can play around with Jonas Blix like he doesn't hit it very far he's not real accurate. You kind of wonder how he's on the tour, and I'll tell you how he's on the tour. He does not miss putts. That dude is a puttin' Jesse. For all of the hitting it short and wild all over the lot, if you give him a putt from inside of 25 feet, it's going in. It's uncanny. He just makes putts. That's it. What a, hard, what a difficult existence. Imagine trying to score when you don't do anything well except putt.
2: Well, I think that um, that's a it doesn't chip away at anything that, that inside. He just expects to make it. You know, if you're a trapeze artist or right. or yeah, a windmill,
1: Tom can't fall like not once. You no, can't screw up one not time. One time, that's your ass.
2: The old man did one time oh, in South yeah. America
1: on film. I've watched it lots of times. Mm-hmm. You see it start to get wobbly. Like, oh, there he goes.
2: He never <laughs> another. Yeah. he never had another crack at it.
1: No, you don't get a second chance when right. you fall off a tightrope from the 20th story. That's a toughie. Which I could be mesmerized by forever. If anybody's walking across anything, and there's a chance of death, I'm watching. I'm watching. Right, you've got me. That's, who was it that uh, did that? Well, ten years ago, was going to do the Grand Canyon. It was like a going across a part of the Grand Canyon, so they had to walk for like an hour. That's a long walk. What are we doing? You got zero margin for error, and you're walking for an hour, my friend.
2: You were locked in.
1: I, what they had me, yeah. And I, I admitted on the air. And it might have been uncouth of me, but I said, you know, I'm I'm rooting for him to fall. If you're a dumbass and you decide to walk across the Grand Canyon on a tightrope, I'm rooting for him to fall. Well,
2: you know, that sounds harsh, but how many people turn on that channel and say, ooh, I hope he makes it, you know?
1: Nobody. They all want to see him fall. It's like... Uh, now, once he falls, then you're like, ooh, that sucks. I hate that he fell.
2: And I hate myself. And, well, you know, I don't know but there's, I don't a self, there's a self-loathing that goes yeah. on with that.
1: When I see him fall, I'm like, oh, he fell. How about that? Damn, he's dead. That sucks for his family. And then I move on. I don't spend a lot of time on it.
2: Except, you know, subsequent radio segments.
1: I'm just saying. that's. I'm being honest. It's, a, it's an insight into the way that people view these things. If somebody, I'll ask you this, and and you're probably nicer than I am, Uh or at least you care more. Yeah, it depends about. on the day. It does, and it depends on the subject matter. But let me ask you a question: If somebody said to you, "Yeah, I want to uh, jump into uh, a massive tank," say it's like uh, I don't know, uh, seven hundred yards long. Okay, it's, it's it's that big; it's seven football fields long, a pool. Okay, all right. And they're going to jump in, and in that tank that is seven hundred yards long and however deep it would need to be sufficient to keep this thing alive, there is a great white shark. Do you tune in to see them swim unfettered, or are you looking for the shark attack? I uh, don't tune in. I'm just saying, if you did, you would be... You, come on. You want to see the shark attack. You're not like, hey, I can't wait to see this guy get mauled, but you're kind of like, eh. I just, w- I don't know.
2: That, that would be that would be a tough thing. You would force me to tune into that.
1: <laughs> I'd be like, man, I can't
2: watch this. <laughs> That's just too much. Well,
1: what I'm saying is, you know, thin the herd. That's all I'm saying. Thin the herd. Yeah. Yeah, Cassowary
2: guy got what he deserved. Yes.
1: There's no problem. Yes, yeah. Well, I'm not saying I wanted to see him attacked by dinosaurs, which is what a Cassowary is.
2: See, like, I would pay, not pay. You'd pay pay, for a guy?
1: Pays too much. Yeah, to see a guy get eaten by Cassowaries or killed by Cassowaries? No,
2: but I would, a trophy hunter.
1: Oh, I want them all to
2: die. I'd like that to be on a channel. I think we should create that television channel. (laughs) Yeah. Just on loop. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, when the lions catch him. Now, I would watch that trophy hunter if they didn't have a weapon try and find a way now that would be compelling that
1: is crazy yeah yeah go against the odds see how you do brian writes is there any chum in the water no i'm not gonna do that now now you are intentionally creating the shark attack i'm i'm saying that like if this guy's effort is to swim from one side of the 700 yard pool to the other and make it and he just announces that this is what he's going to do i'm gonna do it oh you watch me i'm gonna do it and he's got sponsors and everything else and it's going to be put on. Uh, okay. All right. I'm not watching to see if he makes it to the other side. I'm watching because I want the shark to attack him. That's all I'm saying. I'm like, with each stroke, I'm like, where's that shark? Where's if the that shark? shark? Gets him in Come home. <laughs> if the shark
2: gets him in the first half of the tank, Pepsi would be the sponsor because he'd just pan over the tank and it would look like the Pepsi logo. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> we were talking during the break because of the last hour's conversation about what's reasonable to expect for this program. And it's really the question that hangs over. It's the it's sort of a pall that hangs over the program's head currently. It's like if you decide to micro-conversate uh, about a a season, you could be missing out on the much bigger picture. You could be missing out on the greater conversation. But I think the only way to keep your sanity is to watch for the marginal growth that gets you to a happier place and not really contemplate that you may never get to the end of the rainbow and find the pot of gold with the way that college football is currently constructed. Like, maybe we can't uh, return to that neighborhood, as I like to refer to it, but we can have nice things. You can't have a Ferrari top, but that's a really nice Honda Accord. Leather, even. So that's kind of like how you end up having the conversation, and then you're saying, "But, but I, well, while I enjoy the Honda Accord, and it's nice that I have a car, and it's reliable transportation. I really want the Ferrari, and I can never have the Ferrari the way things are set up. This is nonsense."
2: It occurs to me, yeah, that as you're talking about this, that if you're a fan of another ACC program, not named Miami or Florida State or Clemson. You know, anybody who's had the history Yeah, you're that's your existence. You're like, hey, welcome to the neighborhood, yes, guys. Of oh, course. Look at that. Of course. Now now you've got a problem with the way the system is constructed because now you're on the outs. You're like we've been for decades. But I think what's interesting is, while that person may have a point that we don't like it. We don't like it very much to, to feel like uh, Wake Forest does. Like they are they are hitting their ceiling right now. And they feel pretty good about it, but after the new car smell wears off, I'm sure they're gonna hate it and say, Well, What's next? There is no next. This is as far as we can go. Mm -hmm. The problem is the pool is is shrinking so small that I do think there is a course correction for the game coming.
1: Yeah, well, that is the hope. That is the hope amongst every fan base that is not amongst those from Alabama, Ohio State, any number of others that can afford uh, to play the game, afford to play the recruiting game, afford to play the NIL game, to outbid your greatest competitor for the creme de la creme of high school football. So if you're not in that elite group and you can't do that, then you have to sit back and say, okay, well, this is our new lot. And what it's done is, it, it, it's, it's, uh, in a weird way, it's expanded the lot, the lot in life, right? So what you're talking about, we weren't part of that. We could thumb our noses at Virginia because they were never going to compete for a national championship. They, they were fine. We're like, well, good, live with your eight and four and occasional upset of us. Good on you. Must be really special for you to have won that game against mighty Florida State. Enjoy it for a little while. It doesn't happen often, now, does it? Yeah, we could do that, but now we're them. Now we're the Jesus. Got to accept eight and four, nine and three as a top end kind of season.
2: Now I don't know if this is legal, and I'm talking post Florida legislature loophole closed, and now the university can work with the boosters, can work with the Apex program. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on the same page. Mm -hmm. Raise tuition. There oh, you go. good Christ. You there you go. Stop it. There
1: it is. Stop it. You already know how I feel about the uh, <laughs> well, when modern we were there, state of affairs at uh, the university level. It's ridiculous.
2: When we were there, it was like-
1: people for the rest of their lives.
2: I think it was like $300 or $400 a semester, and that would get you the right to have student tickets at a Correct. certain allotment. Right? So it was already paid in. But it up to $2,500 a semester. Man, there you go.
1: People are in their 60s trying to pay off their education because of this pay for play nonsense where you're not really getting educated. You're just giving them a ton of money and they make sure you don't fail out. What's also interesting is at that
2: trustee level, is like, do they have a conversation about do we really need that new chemistry lab or do we need a safety? As I think we need a <laughs> safety. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Van Gogh, no. we're, we're going to
1: have to hold off. Goldsby is who you're referencing. Dr. Goldsby is who you're referencing in the uh, chemistry department there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, legitimately. Is that right? Yeah. He's Never great. I, went, I went to physics. He's great. You'd like him. Really smart. Valker Crudet was my teacher. Well, I'm telling you, he's really smart and really interesting. And All right, well, Goldsby stand down? Well, No, uh, he will not. <laughs> now, he also wants to win, so.
2: Unless you come up with a chemical compound that makes us quicker, stronger, faster because, yeah. than any other program in America. Perhaps he could. We ne- you don't get the lab. The uh, lab is not yours. <laughs>
1: Hey, so uh, Eric donated to the cause, and uh, forgive me, did I gloss over something? He is saying, wait, 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 Jeff, we are just going to gloss over that I hate that man without his story. What?
2: Okay, we have a DVR function on YouTube. It's a beautiful thing. So a lot of people will join the program late and watch it from the start. And so he's talking about Zubin Mahenti from the first hour.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. that's I was like, what are you talking so about? So sometimes
2: you'll see comments. You say, what the hell? It's because people are watching on a delay. They're using the DVR function on YouTube, uh, which is I a great thing. I get great, it. Thing.
1: Uh, it's great get, thing. Yeah, yeah. I never knew that, so you're going to have to
2: – So what about the 6 o'clock Sports Center appearance that you did with yeah. Zubin has mm-hmm. you leaving yourself feeling that way? You can share it or not, but Eric, uh, he's ponied up to ask the question.
1: Well, I, I thought he made uh, – some outrageous uh, assertions about Jameis Winston at the time, and so it it, yeah, there was an inference that uh, it, it really it went on from, a news
2: format, not his personal podcast where he went bitching and complaining on ESPN.com.
1: Yeah, listen, I I, I just thought this happened a lot back when I was doing all of those Sports Center hits, and when I did, I will tell you who was good. I'll tell you who was good. I really enjoyed – I went on College Game Day, the, the radio version of College Day, Game Day, uh, well, yep, mm-hmm. several times. And uh, what's-his-face? Trevor Maddich was great. Ryan Rossillo was great with me when I was on with him.
2: Yeah, you guys just found a way to not talk about analytics with uh, Trevor.
1: Well, that was kind of funny, yeah. But we even went – yeah. But he was great. I mean, he allowed me to air my – Numbers
2: never won a football game.
1: Well, a map never helped you find your way. That was your – yeah, but I so – That's right, yeah. 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 So – that, that that was interesting. I mean, that that you know, I enjoyed going on those programs at that time, and it was even funny when I went on with what's his face, who I made fun of, and text, and he texted me.
2: Yeah, uh, Matt Barry, Matt Barry, because yeah. you guys were wearing the same thing. We were wearing that the
1: exact awesome. same shirt. I'm vain. Look at you. Yeah, I was making fun of his vanity for his uh, perfect hair, and he was in town to do college game day on the radio, and much to my chagrin, or. Much to my funny bones, like I, uh, I got done with the segment, and an unknown number texted me, and I, I'm like, "Who is this?" And it was, <laughs> it was Matt Berry texting me, who was listening to the show in like a cab, and and then was like, "Oh, you just make fun of me," and I was scheduled to be on with him the next day. That was funny. And when he showed up, I was wearing the, the exact same
2: sweater, the same undershirt with the collar, all of it. It was amazing. I, was
1: I wearing a sweater? I thought it was just a dress shirt.
2: I think it was. I think there was a combo going on there. That was the same. It was uh, multiple ar- articles of clothing. Yeah, yeah, tremendous.
1: It was tremendous. Yeah. And he had a great sense of humor about me making fun of him. He and at did. the end, he said, "And by the way, my hair is perfect." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I gave him credit for. I was like, "Yeah, well done." But Trevor was good. Trevor was great. He because left. you brought up that what Finebaum well, said. I ripped Paul Finebaum. Well, what did he say? And yeah. you came with the receipts. Yeah. And I did. And then he was like, "Well, that was wrong." <laughs> You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, that was those were interesting times. So
2: there's your answer, Eric. He'll get that about an hour from now yeah. once he catches up.
1: Uh, thoughts on Duffy playing this year? To answer a question uh, from Jamie, uh, no, I wouldn't think so. Uh, probably not. And that's and, and I would like not to have to play him this year.
2: How about opening day? <laughs> oh, literally, he's going to It's Duquesne. You're going to see Duffy on opening day. This oh, year. well,
1: he'll get his chance in the four games you're allowed to play without losing yeah. your red shirt and all that. Sure, yeah, he'll get a chance. But I'm talking about as the starter, no, or as a, or even significant playing time in any meaningful game, no. But then again, that's the other conversation. This uh, is
2: part of spring, though. You get to to mine and see what these kids can do. Yeah. Newcomers from transfer portal destinations and the class.
1: Yeah, I'm really, 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 really hoping that you get a, a, a transfer after spring uh, to be a viable backup uh, to uh, Jordan Travis, who, uh, unfortunately, I mean, through no fault of his own, is he's been uh, injury prone, as they say. It's Jeff Cameron Show, ninety-three-three, Real Talk Radio, and War Chant TV. Twitter at J Cameron Show. It's my birthday again, Jeff. Can I get another gonoles? Choo choo, high country, yay sausage, hat trick. Gonoles, Russell, and happy birthday.
2: What's the hat trick? Is that an old school thing?
1: I don't remember what the hat trick is for. Him. Russell will probably tell me. I know choo choo, high country, and yay sausage. I don't know what hat trick is. Uh, Ryan, our friend Ryan, who is in the chat, but also on Twitter, sends to me a reason to celebrate, and that is that Joe West has officially retired. You know, Uh, there's a part of me that's bothered by this because he got out. He successfully made it.
2: With the most uh, games ever umpired by an umpire. That's the whole, that's the crusade he was on to set that record.
1: But it's not just that. He got out without ever being fired, which he should have been. And if I was being more cynical, his fat ass got out alive. So, you know, I thought at some point one or the other would happen.
2: Boy, Eric is going to howl at that an hour from now.
1: <laughs> uh, man, that bothers me. But he did. He successfully made it, despite being terrible at his job. It's
2: the strongest union in all sports, and we'll be umpires union.
1: It's something, isn't it?
2: That you could be that bad at your job and nary a penalty. You'll still be You know, they always say, too, that if you're bad, uh, as it relates to the old Quest Tech system, whatever it's yep, called now, yep, that you won't be able to call uh, playoff games. And it's like, BS! I see Angel Hernandez in the League Championship Series all the time. What are we doing? Joe West is there. All the favorites. CB Bucknor, all of them.
1: Really quick while we're on the uh, lockout situation in Major League Baseball, the MLB Players Association today rejected the league's request to involve federal mediation in bargaining, an expected decision the players delivered one day after Major League Baseball formally proposed the process. Two months after implementing their lockout and just two days after committing to players that a counterproposal would be made, the owners refused to make a counter and instead requested mediation according to the MLBPA. After consultation with our executive board and taking into account a variety of factors, we have declined that request. They're going to screw it up, man.
2: Yeah, pitchers and catchers were due, what, uh, 10, 12 days from now, something like that?
1: Well, they are, and they've already said that spring training is going to get pushed back in all likelihood or infringed upon. And I do like... So now the powers that be who write and write well and insightfully about Major League Baseball. So whether you're talking about a Buster Olney or a Ken Rosenthal, Joe Piz- Joe Pizanski, the guys like that, right, who are really good about baseball, they're because they both act as uh, journalists who cover the day to day operations of baseball, the goings ons, if you will, and have the status to be able to write. Uh, opinion pieces, and are asked to do both in their role, um, they're they're going on the attack. They're coming out at baseball saying, can't happen, guys. And it's funny because in a lot of ways what they're doing is they're trying to tell baseball, we're here to save you from yourself. You're already declining rapidly in the eyes of your consumer, at least in terms of getting new eyes on sets and seats, butts and seats, and kids on the diamond. Getting kids to play the game, which is the number one way to grow a sport or sustain a sport, is just to get kids to either play or watch a game, which fewer and fewer are doing now. You can't afford another impasse like this. You can't have it happen. It cannot happen. So whatever you got to do, get to the getting. And those columns are everywhere right now.
2: It's almost like a, a slice of what watching the game is like right now. This this particular labor negotiation, uh, Buxhianbi coined the phrase. Who I love. Yeah, and he's got some thoughts on gambling in baseball. Like gambling might save baseball because of the time between pitches. Perhaps he's not wrong. Yeah, in game betting on it's balls and incredible. strikes, like everything. Yeah. Yes, uh, it takes too long for nothing to happen. That's. That's baseball right now, in the eyes especially of what you're trying to do, which is appeal to the younger consumer group. the NBA does it well. Oh, the NBA's the, got its own set of problems: too much social media uh, consumption and highlight consumption. Not means the, the actual kids don't watch the game. The ratings aren't good, but the I mean, across the multimedia landscape, they're healthy as ever, healthy as any sport.
1: You know that is fascinating. And I've watched this through my children's eyes. Like Bryce loves the NBA, and I told you he's glued to it. He watches every night, and he loves. Uh, Terrence Mann, and he watches, you know, he, he really flips around. He's got a good handle on all the teams. He's pretty insightful. I mean, if I asked him something about the Denver Nuggets, he could tell you something substantive about the Denver Nuggets, which is crazy. So anyhow, when I when I talk to him about baseball, he goes glossy-eyed. He's just like, I'm like, he likes Shohei Atani. Mm-hmm. He thought it was smart for MLB and the show to put him on the cover, which got announced this week, and it is smart, and it's the first, and it's international, and that's good. And he likes. Uh, he'll watch. You know, he watched the World Series. He watched playoffs. He, he, and if he comes in and I'm watching my Pirates, he'll watch. He'll be like, "Oh, Dad,
2: <laughs> that sounds right." Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: Dad.
1: He'll walk in. It's the fourth inning, six to nothing Dodgers. He's like, "Oh, Dad, why are you still watching? You never know, son. It's an unpredictable game. We've got to get uh, his pitch count up. See if we can get to that pin."
2: Yeah, when you're not hitting worth <laughs> a damn yeah, and it's yeah. like, hey, he's at eighty two pitches yeah, in, with the the, uh, yeah, yeah, in the fourth. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Quote unquote Ken Rosenthal. If it happens, meaning baseball loses games, the outcome will be inexcusable for Major League Baseball, a sport competing for market share in an ever expanding entertainment universe. Fans will gladly turn to other leagues and outlets if what was once a ten billion dollar industry can't get out of its own way. And the antipathy towards baseball will be particularly acute in the middle of a pandemic that has lasted for nearly two years, exhausting the patience of millions of people. Yeah, that is 100% accurate. All of it. All of it is just like in bold type, right before this dumbass commissioner's eyes. Worst in all of sports.
2: See, I'd be a terrible columnist if I covered baseball at this particular stage because my column every time would be, what would you expect? This is what they do. End of my column. There it is. You go behind the paywall to see that because they couldn't even get it right in the midst of the pandemic once they agreed to no fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get the thing started by July 4th. Now, they had the opportunity of a lifetime to be the first sport back to have a, the American holiday during the pandemic, July 4th, full of baseball, a return to quasi-normalcy when we were all yearning for it, watching best-ofs and classic games, talking about our stressors on the air rather than sports. And they couldn't get it done for the betterment of the world.
1: (laughs) I mean, really? No, I know what you're saying.
2: People's peace of mind. They couldn't come to the table and agree on
1: that in a timely fashion. It was late July by the time they got that thing started. Ridiculous. So Rob Banford, the commissioner, who I call the worst in all of sport, is the one who initiated the lockout. He got crushed when he did so by telling everybody it was, quote-unquote, defensive. And he said, uh, the other quote that made me laugh was, he initiated the lockout and then said, well, we locked him out because we're hoping to jumpstart the negotiations. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, that didn't work.
2: Yeah, Tony Clark's not much better.
1: he sucks. He's awful. The union is terrible. It's terrible.
2: It has been for For 30 years. a
1: long time. There is no winner in this. They both suck. It, That's the column. It drives. They me They both suck. They both suck. It drives me nuts. You could reach Jeff Cameron at Jeff at Wichita. Yeah, Manfred. By the way, rose to power because he was considered to be uh, a, 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 a what was it? Uh, an expert labor negotiator. That's how he rose to power. Well, what the hell? He's done anything but.
2: Uh, this is an ownership group in a league that empowered the Wilpons, who were grifted uh, yeah. by Bernie Madoff in the Ponzi scheme to be the chief financial officer of baseball. Yeah, what would qualify me more to be in charge of the money than being grifted by Bernie Madoff? Sure. That, that gives me a qualify. Yeah, that's what this sport is.
1: Um, Manfred earns $11 million a year with annual raises built into his contract through 2024.
2: Man, come on. Yeah, and a pitcher with a four ERA can earn $15 million a year. To be terrible.
1: It's crazy to think. I mean, they amassed eight point oh well, I'm not gonna go through all these numbers. It's just it's gonna make you sick. It's it's sons of bitches better get it right just God. all of them though this is yeah. not
2: this is not a Manfred for me this is they well all no, i they always have they they walk hand in hand into the abyss together
1: yeah i know but i loathe Manfred. he every misstep every incessant every mistake every day he says something dumber to divide these groups further and i agree with you tony clark is no picnic but oh
2: he follows don fear in so many ways
1: Donald Fear, who I used to want to see physically fall down the steps and break his neck when he was going to baseball games in now, the
2: festival. I did. We understand the hat trick because now we got three. <laughs> it's The Jeff, Jeff Cameron
0: Show,
1: 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant
0: TV. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the WarChant.com Multimedia Network. Check out warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. A off we going tether the mother sucker, sucker. tether we gonna tether the mother sucker, tether we tether
1: should note here really quickly. Let's uh, well, we got a little time before picks. Got a late night pick for you guys. A little Eleven o'clock basketball.
2: You like it? A late night pick.
1: Mm. You like it? The beer. You like it? The beer. I take it the beer. That guy was great. I miss him. Oddly, I do too. First class is always free at Orange Theory Fitness. Go check it out. Get in shape. Let's go. Get it together, everybody. Come on. Let's get to. Take it over to Orange Theory Fitness. First month is free with the purchase of a heart rate monitor. You can do that. That's how you see it working. Science back. Look at me getting better with my physical fitness. Look at me. My Don't cardio be is better.
2: You get that heart rate monitor. Let's Come go. on.
1: Let's go. See what it's all about. It's great. Orange Theory Fitness. First class free. Go. And uh, you'll thank me. You will. You'll go and you'll say, you know what? I loved it. I loved it. I want to do it again. Well, then sign up for another class. All right. I think I will. Orangetheoryfitness.com to learn more. Uh, Happy birthday in advance, Eric Angel. Enjoy the trip to Los Angeles uh, as he is off to L.A. to watch his Bengals.
2: I actually have a question for him because he had the hashtag who day, which is what, you know, it's kind of like what the uh, Saints Saints
1: do. do, Who started that? I don't know.
2: And who copied off of that? Because whoever copied off of it should should not have done that. So if the Cincinnati was first and the Saints did, then only one fan base should have that annoying chant. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So if it's yours, it's yours, and the Saints are stupid for copying you. But if, you know, the Saints did it first, then you can find something better.
1: I've often wondered it. I think you have as well. So, yeah, that's good. Hey, look at that. Sean Corbin went nuts today uh, in the Shrine Bowl, or at least had a, several several good runs in the, in the Shrine Bowl. Yeah, yeah, it was last night. I it's did not night. watch it, but yes. I didn't watch it either. Uh, but I am... He was a good pickup for us. Solid, I like him. Solid pickup. I like him. Hmm? <laughs> oh, man. Did I miss this? I am going to be upset if that's not right. Uh... I'm you know the Coca-Cola building bottling plant on St. Michael Street uh yeah, behind where we used to have yeah, the office? The,
2: it's in the shadow of the bulldoze
1: building that we used to work in. Yeah, I I, I think that uh, people are concerned that it might be taken down. You can't do that. You can't take that building down. No. What? It's an historic building. What's going to go in there? A bank? Something annoying.
2: Remember that uh, didn't uh, firm put together a, th- a thing that you could go over there and there was like music and stuff for a brief period of time.
1: There was. There was a little stretch there that was yeah. really good, and then um, I don't know what's. Cool. I liked
2: our building, except for the fact that it probably is well, already probably shortened me. our life. Yeah, I'm dead. Probably
1: man. shortened our life. Uh, that area was perfect because we could walk around over there, and it was
2: great. It was a good. One. This is really weird.
1: I love weird. We all do. Congratulations to uh, non-weird FSU legend George McLeod. Who has had his jersey retired at Florida State? Number twenty-one. By the way, the McLeod jersey, the very one that he wore as a player here, the number twenty-one. That that look, I love that look. Mm-hmm. That is a classic look. We need to don those bitches again. <laughs> those things yeah. are awesome, all time good. Well.
2: You know, it, it took everything I had not to bring up uniforms last night in the uh, the forum with the chair. The
1: oh, the, you wanted to uh, air the grievances in a backwards way. I did when he brought up how the
2: commander's name is stupid, and I was like, "Well, those uniforms are worse. They look like a low-level collegiate program." And I was kind of like, "Maybe we could segue this," mm-hmm. but there was no bait taken.
1: You want to sit across from uh, bot chair Peter Collins and say, to "Peter, can I talk to you honestly for a 2nd
2: I'd like him to allow me to head up a, a subcommittee on the uh, the true garnish. Part
1: of this committee, the true garnet slash uniform question. Yeah, wouldn't that be a great committee to serve on? I want to serve on that committee. I want to be part of the solution. I want us, you and me specifically, you and me, and nobody else, to make the selection for our next uniform.
2: Maybe our pal Tarif, Tarif knockout,
1: he can be involved. Absolutely, you're right. He's been on this. He's
2: passionate as we are about this particular issue.
1: He is. Issue. He is. I mean, I, I I was originally screaming from the mountaintops about the numbers, and mm-hmm. uh, and and that has always been a problem. But uh, you. Your crusade has been about the color of garnet. Yeah, and also the hue of garnet.
2: And I was a detractor the moment that they did the ignition tradition thing because we look like Boston College with the gold numbers. Right. From the the moment that they did it at Clayman Plaza, I came back. We did a podcast immediately. Me and Malagon did. And Mm -hmm. it was like, no, this is wrong.
1: Well, the yellow numbers, they hid those from everybody. I didn't even get to see those. When I went over and they laid them out in front of me, when I. Yeah, they right. put them out there at Claiming God Plaza. I rest his soul, I, Monk Bonasort said, what do you think? As we were sitting there talking, and I said, this is all good because I did, did, they didn't show the gold. They didn't have the gold numbers. I thought, okay, well, we're good. Then when those gold numbers, I was like, oh, they pulled the wool. It's not what we do.
2: And they also changed us to purple. It's just tough.
1: Nike did. Yeah. yeah,
2: that, And we didn't have the backbone to say no.
1: Our current car- garnet's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible.
2: You could even see it at Hauser if you take a look at what we wear, which soon we can. Uh, That'll be exciting. You know the hats and the numbers. Versus, if you,
1: if you don't have something fall upon you while you sit in the dump that is Dick Hauser <laughs> Stadium, then you'll be able to watch our baseball hey, team. I got him to admit
2: last night that it's on the list.
1: Oh, sweet Jesus! Yeah, Successful. they're not going to build a new. <laughs> I just got done talking about. the standing water for no reason at all. Year times. round, in yeah. perpetuity, standing water. It could be the dead of summer, 105 degrees for 10 days straight, no rain anywhere in sight, although that wouldn't happen in Tallahassee in the summer. But the point would be, if that did happen, it would not be enough to evaporate the uh, numerous pools of water that just sit uh, amongst the seats and corridors of the baseball stadium.
2: Wouldn't you call that, then, uh, just a pond at that point? It's frustrating. Because it's permanent.
1: It is very frustrating. It angers me.
2: That water may be older than me.
1: There are weird creatures living in there. I mean, it's it's yeah, new life. But if you look at our
2: hats and numbers and stuff versus the backdrop, the backstop, different colors. I mean, well,
1: come on. Mm-hmm.
2: And the backstop is correct, unless they repainted it this offseason when they put in the wall padding.
1: Very excited to have wall padding, <laughs> aren't, aren't the you? Or, aren't you? Man, that's a toughie. Can you imagine? And 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 by the way, I, again, I'll, I'll address this because I did. Take a shot at Florida State baseballs on the, on the Twitter feed when they said, "Hey, we got the new padding." Whatever. It's not their fault. They got not, to carry water. It's not their no fault. No pun intended with well, the previous. Say, they constantly have to carry water, but it's not their fault. Is right. Like, but I wanted it. I wanted enough people to see it, and so they were very excited about putting the padding out there. And I wrote, I guess, but it was sort of a. <laughs> I mean, like that's sad. That makes me mad for them. For them, it makes but me.
2: What mad. do they put in the new chain link fence you know, like, in right
1: field? <laughs> Hey guys, we got new baseballs. Can't wait for the season. It's Jeff Cameron Show 933 Real Talk Radio Warchan TV.
0: The Jeff Cameron Show brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at OrangetheoryFitness.com. <laughs>
1: let's take it to uh some fun numbers here right it's that time i bet you that tom even has no no you don't do you you don't have any hockey
2: no, there is none. A little I mean, respite
1: I for the Olympics.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, it's the actually the All-Star game that they put in oh, for the Olympics. Oh, that's so right. That's, yeah, that's now, right. apparently they're doing some stuff with the All-Star skills competition, which is usually fun. Yeah, it is fun. On the strip. Really? They're doing something on the strip, really? yes. Nice. And then there also is an event where players, uh, instead of the accuracy competition, they're playing blackjack. There are cards in a grid, and so you're going to shoot the puck at this grid to try and Sweet. make 21. Yeah. Yeah, so that's at least worth, uh, you know, going to YouTube and checking out if not watching live.
1: Uh, The Olympics starts today?
2: Yeah, the uh, opening ceremonies were today. It's just because I was up early, like you, scanning around the the channel guide, and I was like, oh, opening ceremonies. Uh,
1: So, by the way, let's see here. I'm pulling this up. This will be interesting to see if they can get through this. You know, it's the China's no, uh, it's the zero tolerance COVID Olympics. So good luck.
2: I don't think they that, just won't report it.
1: That's, that's not going to work. Uh, so minus twenty eight degrees uh, at one of Beijing's um, park, the the Genting or Genting Park. If I'm mispronouncing that, I'm sorry. It is minus twenty eight degrees where they're going to be skiing in one of those. I saw that.
2: Molly. Andrew Marshand, who's one of the voices of sports media coverage, um, mm-hmm. he wrote an article, and in the article it says essentially that. Uh, this is the Olympics in which all people covering the Olympics say, we cannot wait for Paris for the next Olympics. You think? We just want to get through this one.
1: I would also note that uh, the first thing you should be doing is looking for the times as uh, we get a little, I mean, any chance to watch uh, the best sport in the world that isn't uh, a mainstream thing uh, is something that I want to do, which, uh, what's it called? The uh,
2: a curling. Curling, yeah
1: the, yeah. the rock thing, yeah. I'm going to watch it. I, just told I, I got a tough
2: time because I had a really hard time with John Schuster, who was a choke artist uh, some years back. I guess that was eight years ago at the Winter Olympics. Just terrible.
1: I, Tom, and then I'm, I'm he gonna, ended up winning the gold medal. Yeah, I'm going to send you a link. Uh, it's entitled, How to Watch John Schuster at the 2022 Winter Olympics on NBC and Peacock. Really, <laughs> yeah.
2: That guy was so bad. So bad. They were in position to win. And there were, like, four different times in four different matches, and he blew them all. Like, in spectacular fashion where the the announcers, who were lifers in the curling world, I would mm. assume, are speechless, going, oh, oh, no. What has he done? But I guess he redeemed himself. You know,
1: what he's done is won the gold, told him to suck it. Hey, by the way, if you really want to watch something special, you got to watch Brittany Bowe at the 2022 Olympics in the speed skating.
2: All right. Mm-hmm. Speed skating, even the short track or the I long love track. I speed skating,
1: yeah. but she's talented. Understood. Go Knowles.
2: Unfortunately, the uh, the hockey won't be as uh, captivating this year. At least on the men's side. Now, the women's side, USA versus Canada is going to be fun because you got the best out there. But on the men's side, it's you know.
1: Do you know there's a mixed doubles in curling? Is that right? Yeah. It was mixed doubles. Uh, North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to Payroll.com. All right, so I went on, I already mentioned the college sports book. Go ahead. <laughs> Hey, Big Daddy, having some red Russians tonight? We'll know in about 47 seconds. Into an open wing, it's picked up by Dowdy, and empty net, he scores. Hot damn, Big Daddy's done it again. Red Russians all around, Teddy. All right, Big Daddy. couple things here. I did take Fresno State over Nevada tonight. It's a late night tip, 11 o'clock, so if you're up watching late hoops, maybe you want to Little juice on the action. You can get after it and uh, have some Fresno fun. Fresno State, Nevada. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> well done, Matthew. Well done. Little Fresno State, Nevada, and uh, I like Fresno State. I'm gonna lay the nine. Looks like Nevada's gonna be without their two best starters. So I'm gonna, oh, right. Yeah, I'm gonna jump on that, and then I also, and I'm just i playing a hunch here, admittedly. So go with the number, but I'm going to play the over 132 in that game.
0: Over okay. 132.
1: Just a hunch. There you go. All right. Playing a hunch. So that's that's a game that you could pay close attention to tonight. If you're having a beverage at 11 o'clock on a Friday, you're like, oh, they're getting ready to tip off. I did
2: put a little pizza money on one golfer to win this weekend, and he was hanging in after round one, and that would be Ireland's own Seamus Power.
1: Yeah, well, he was in the lead earlier today. Is he still? He's still he is in the lead currently.
2: By four? Director Matthew says. He is
1: is at minus 14. He shot a 64 yesterday. He's 6 under today through 12. Okay. So Seamus Power, who's been consistently good for the better part of a year, uh, has played very well. Uh, Tom, just so you know, normally normally I would be cheering you, uh, rooting for you. (laughs) I would be, I want your guy to to win so that you can win money and we can all celebrate that. But right behind him and also having a good day is my man Matthew Fitzpatrick, who I may have sprinkled a little money on to win the whole thing. So there we are.
2: I was hoping you'd say Maverick McNeely because, like what we talked about yesterday, uh, yeah, he only shot two under yesterday.
1: Now, again, they move around the courses. They do. They they do. Like If you shoot two under on the hardest course there,
2: Right. Then you You're, might be okay.
1: Yeah, I might be all right.
2: But uh, I have him as a top five, and then I also bet Tringali top five. And oh, he was like dead last year. Oh, no. Yesterday.
1: no. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough It's Not going to happen for you, Tom.
2: I did it again. we got three more minutes. Also, That's the second time i Also,
1: Maverick McNeely is not going to do it for you unless he rebounds nicely because he is 100. 100- oh, he's tied for 47th currently. He's okay. Well, I need top five. Any uh, one of those Matt <laughs>
2: Kucher magical Sundays, a little yeah, 63 in the a little, morning. A little backdoor top yeah, 10. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah. we haven't seen an eagle on the 18th uh, yeah, reaching in yeah. two since Matt <laughs> Uh who It's is? a long tournament, though. You don't want the leader after two. Although two rounds becomes uh, two Rounds becomes more real than three rounds if you have the lead.
1: Remember when Lucas Glover was good at golf a long time ago? Sort of. Yeah, he's not very good these days. Uh, either is Alex Chayka, who was once good at golf. Remember him? Oh,
2: man. Mm-hmm. He was one of those, uh, who was that
1: guy again on that Ryder Cup team? Oh, yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. A Yarmo Sandalin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we were talking to Matthew and I were talking about this yesterday where we were talking about golfers and how that's the sport where guys go from being top ten in the world to out of the sport. It can happen to the best of the best. And I remember, uh, who was it, Ryder Cupper? Uh I brought, a lot of them. Uh, No, I brought it up to you, Matthew. Uh, the Ryder Cupper with the jilted chip. The European <laughs> ooh, or American? Ooh. Oh, Hunter Mahan. Yeah. So how did Hunter Mahan go from being a Ryder Cupper world top five to out? Of, I mean, where's Hunter Mahan?
2: He was ahead of his time with the flat-billed hats. Now they all wear them, but uh, Hunter was the first
1: to do that. Well, he also wore the M-frames. Remember that? hmm He was just like an ass
2: across the board. I need to. I got the tack glasses in the car that I got for Christmas. I got to bring those in. Like when I'm angry and irrational about something, I just probably need to put those on. That's perfect. Maybe you'll see the eagle. Oh, you can. They give you a little magnet that's all gray, and then you put it on, and, and the ego comes to life. <laughs> and light. there it is.
1: Yeah. Infused is of confidence I didn't know I could possess. Excellent. <laughs> and a hatred I didn't know existed oh, as well. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's it's a all, pro in the pros it's department. It's all there, buddy. It's all there. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, other little pizza money bets, perhaps, uh, that I'm going to take a look at here. I, like, I kind of like Seton Hall minus the six against Creighton.
2: Is that a tomorrow at noon game?
1: We've got a few. A few that feels yeah. like
2: a noon tip on uh, like Fox Sports One.
1: Uh, Rams first half. Mm, start to look at those numbers. Next week will be the time for us to do that. We get a lot of fun numbers there uh, because you have. Oh yeah, yesterday you gave us the like the touchback is plus one fifty. When you yes, play that, the touchback was plus one fifty. I don't know if it's still on the board, but if it is, you got to get it. Also, I gave you a punt to be downed inside the five. You remember what the plus six fifty? Uh, plus six thirty five. Okay. Plus 635. Still worth it. So, will there be at least one scoreless quarter in the Super Bowl?
2: Not this one. No.
1: If you would have said yes, it's uh, worth plus 360. Okay. So, yeah, I don't think so either.
2: Boy, I would love to be at the sportsbook rooting on a punt as it's rolling down inside the 10-yard it's on the
1: go, It's on the 14. It's like about to bounce. To the lady, yo, the that lady. That that that's at the 5. get to the 4. <laughs> Good work, fellas. Be good, everybody. Have a great weekend. Peace.